Now, now, talk a little bit about that first one again. Make mature disciples. Make Why mature is that disciples. So, so important. Yeah, I think uh, I think it, the Bible shows us that if you look through all of the New Testament, you see Jesus walking with disciples. You see the letters of Paul. He's discipling Christians in his letters. Uh, we see that through his letters to Titus, and we see it to his letter, his letter to Titus, and his letters to Timothy, and his. We just see it all over scripture. So for us, when we look at the, the modern missions landscape, we see that there's been a huge emphasis on doing things really, really fast. And I just don't see that in the New Testament. We don't see that in the New Testament. Uh, so we think that it takes time to make disciples that are mature in Christ. And we're willing to spend the blood and sweat and tears and years to do that. The reason why I ask that question is because that's really our goal here as a church, right? We want to make mature disciples uh, to transform uh, ourselves into the image of Jesus Christ. That's who we are. That's what we're, we're about. And a lot of times that's not always the, the main aim overseas. So we want to make sure that when, wherever we go, wherever uh, God calls us to, is that we are making mature disciples uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, well, tell us a little bit about um, some of the exciting things that you see right hap happening right now in Reaching and Teaching. Yeah, so... Uh, is the news about what you guys are supporting public yet, or? Uh, no. So I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. That's a surprise. Yes, we we are we are we have have some mission endeavors that we are thinking about supporting. You guys are thinking about supporting it. So there, I I I don't want to. You just wait till budget time, and your elders are going to share something that they're excited about. Wow, that was super awkward. Um, <laughs> do you want me to tell your kids what they're getting for Christmas too? <laughs> um, here's some things I'm really excited about. Let me, let me just say this, beloved. Um, we, we told you before that we had a, uh, a church planting team coming from, um, that was in China, that was going to Bangkok. Um, and that's one, whoa, hello. Um, one of, uh, that's, they're, they're going through reaching and teaching. So that part of that partnership is that uh, the Charlotte region of, of the Pillar Network churches, the 14 of us that are here, are, are trying to support that effort ourselves. So our group of churches are going to be planting a church in Bangkok uh, that is like-minded, that wants to, to create healthy, um, mature disciples uh, for the glory of Christ. And we're partnering with Reaching and Teaching to do that. That's right. Man, I feel like I just stole your thunder. You did, man. You, dropped, you stole the thunder. <laughs> so bad. Um, here's, here's why I'm excited about that. I'm really glad you said that. Uh, I, I really love your pastors. Uh, specifically Dave, because I, I know him. Some of them I've gotten to know over the last year, some just tonight. But as I've gotten to know Pastor Dave, is that how they talk about you, Pastor Dave? As you get to know Pastor Dave, as I've gotten to know Pastor Dave, he's just got a desire to do healthy things around the world. And he's uh, like a catalyst of really good gospel conversation and, and getting other churches involved. And so I've been able to witness over the last number of months, um, irregardless of how your congregation decides to jump in on that. I've been able to witness your pastor get a bunch of churches having the same conversation about cooperating together from here to do something over there. I think that's gonna be standard setting for how a number of churches in the US are gonna be able to cooperate together in the years ahead in ways that honestly, I haven't seen cooperation done since maybe the early days of the 1800s. So you've got a famous missionary like William Carey from London. Some churches got behind him and sent him over to India. Association of churches, poof, gone. We see that with Adoniram Judson. Now he became a Baptist on his way over seas, but 
they had to come back and find an association of Baptist churches to support him, but it started with an association of congregational churches, uh, which was a different denomination, getting together to send someone from here over there. I love that. And I think irregardless of, of how your church gets behind that specific couple uh, and unit and team financially, I think you're setting the standard of, of hey, friends, this is exciting, let's get behind this. Uh, and that's super exciting. So that's number one. Number two, we're just seeing the fruit of really healthy local churches. So missions, we sometimes make it to be really, really flashy. Now, missionaries are incredible people. The act of missions, it should really look familiar to us in terms of our day-to-day -day life here. So go into your communities, share the gospel of Jesus Christ with the rebellious people, see them come to Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, Bring them to church. Have them be baptized into membership in your church. Have them grow up in discipleship under the preaching of God's word. And as the saints gather together, that's what missions should look like. It happens amidst a different culture and a different language. But when you've got a really healthy church, awesome things happen. And we've seen that for 2,000 years. And I'm really seeing that, that commitment really take shape in a, in a way that I haven't seen in my studies over the last 150, 200 years. So that's really, really neat. Amen. Well, more, more specifically, can we kind of elaborate? You have some people here who may feel called to the mission field, yep. called to go. What's the best thing they can do to train themselves to go to the nations? Um, yeah, great. Be really, really faithful here at Park. Uh, I'm a missions agency president. One of the things I do is evaluate people who want to go to the missions field. And the very first thing we ask them is, what does your local church life look like? Are you known by your pastors? Are you faithful in your community? Have you talked to your pastors about the fact that you want to go overseas? Um, so be really, really faithful. Be humble. Uh, we need humble missionaries, but, but be faithful in your local church. Know what it is to be a church member, because essentially what you're doing is you're sharing the gospel. Again, you're evangelizing, you're see, seeing people come to Christ, and then you're going to model what faithful membership looks like in the local church. That's what missionaries should do. And so you should do that first here at Park. Amen. Well, is there any, is there any questions there? Seth, can I get you to run a mic for me? Quincy, you want to run a mic too? We got two mics, orange and red. Did you go to Liberty? I did. So did I. Sweet. Awesome. Liberty Mountain, feel the heat. Do they still sing that song? No. Uh, I'm glad. You're old. We have, we have our own rap. There's a rap. There's a rap? I don't want to Can you know. do it for us right now? No. Okay. Thank God. Um, <laughs> any questions? Just raise your hand and these fine gentlemen will bring you a microphone. Am I still being recorded? Uh, yes. Do you want okay. to, should no, we no. Cut, should we no, no. I don't have to start it off. Should we cut I'll, the recording? I'll, I'll give you a signal if I'm about to say something that should not be recorded. But for a variety of different Insider reasons. information. Uh, yes. Gracie. I don't think it's on. Is it on the, turn on the little, little thing on the bottom? They don't teach us how to use microphones at Liberty, so don't blame it on Quincy. I think it's going to come. Um, for people applying for um, to go through your organization for missions, what does that process look like? 
um, like duration wise, um, how intense is it? Um, what processes do you go through that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, it depends. Uh, so we have a six week practicum that we call, we call it. This will be the first church that I announced this in. So I, I feel like I'm about to make up for my previous snafu. Bar barely, barely. Barely, barely. Huh. Uh, I'm gonna have to buy you another dinner tonight, aren't I? <laughs> so we have this six week program called the Practicum. And it's offered in seven or eight different cities around the world, specifically for anyone from the age of like 18 to 25 who's interested in serving overseas. We're gonna take you through an application process uh, we're going to ask you to fill out a form. We're going to interview you. We're going to get to talk to your church. We're going to ask you questions about what you do here at the, your local church or whatever your local church is. Um, we're going to get to know you. Your pastors are going to have to commend that this, yes, this is something they're excited to do. Uh, and if we feel like you're a good fit for it, it's pretty easy. Now, that's just for a six-week commitment. If you're asking, what does it mean to be a missionary with reaching and teaching? What does that commitment look like? Uh, we have folks... Uh, meet with our mobilizers who are uh, kind of like the front gatekeepers of reaching and teaching. We want to know who you are. We want to know why, why reaching and teaching. Uh, we're kind of weird. So why would you want to come with us? Uh, have you talked to your local church about you wanting to be a missionary? Uh, we call it the monopoly board where we tell people to go back to the beginning and start over again if they haven't talked to their local church before they talk to us. That's a huge deal. Uh, but if they say, yeah, we're going to send them an application, we're going to ask them to prayerfully consider it with their local church, and then they apply. At that point, we send out reference checks uh, to uh, a variety of names that you've given us. We want to hear from your pastor, a pastor, like, what do you think uh, of this individual? We're going to start interviewing you. So whatever the regional leader is that you're going to be reporting to, if there's a team on the ground, the team's going to interview you to see if you're a fit for them. Uh, a number of interviews, uh, maybe three, four, five. Sometimes there's longer conversations that need to happen. By the time it, it kind of comes to the end, we're just really excited about you. Your church is excited about working with reaching and teaching. Uh, and it usually takes about two to three months to get there. Um, we, it goes a lot smoother when we know your church. So if I didn't know your pastors and I didn't know this church and what it stood for, that process could take longer. Uh, I feel like a lot of it is like wanting churches to get to know who we are. Like, are you really sure you want to send through us? Can we kind of share everything that we're about? Are you really sure you want to go with us? But when we know each other, it's just a very, very smooth process. Wonderful. Any other questions? Yes, Sam and then Keith. Um. So we have a lot of like religious freedoms in America, and I was just wondering, what does it look like maybe in a country where you don't have as much to gather together, to pray together, to evangelize? Um, are there any differences, and if so, what? Yeah, I, I think we need to be as wise as serpents and innocent as doves, um, but I still think we need to do Christian things. So one of my concerns is that often, Americans, I'm a Canadian, so I'll throw Canadians in there too. Americans and Canadians, we decide that we, we know what's best for Christians in another country. Uh, and we make decisions like, oh, you can't gather together. Or you can't evangelize together. Or uh, you shouldn't do that because that could get you in trouble. 
my own personal conviction is I think we need to be wise. Uh, I'm not advocating that people go into the middle of Iran and wave the Christian standard flag uh, and preach publicly. That may not be wise. There may not be much longevity in witness there. Um, but I think that Christians should evangelize. Um, maybe they do it uh, very cautiously at first. But I think evangelism is happening. So uh, places like, can you turn me off? Yeah. Um, yeah. You're going to confirm when I'm off? Okay. Uh, 